Hey, Sound Life. It is Pastor Susie and Pastor Darren here, hey. and we are going to talk about this week's sermon. We were in the parable of the wheat and the weeds in Matthew 13 and talking about the clues to the kingdom of God that Jesus gives. And you got to hear Danielle speak Dan, at Oregon yes. Valley. I'm one of my favorite speakers, so it's always good to yeah, she's you know, awesome. hear her. And I can't wait to listen to your message as well yeah. and spend some time just, you know, dissecting the word more and uh, this parable and really any of the parables of Jesus just having a lot to it. Oh my gosh, so much. We were just talking about like, man, we could like do a three week series on just, you know, these 10 verses or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's the beauty of what, you know, when Jesus gives us the parables, he gives us a lot in there. Yeah. And Jesus always says, those with ears, let them hear. They should listen. And, uh, you know, a lot of times it's easy to gloss over and be like, oh, it's just some wheat, some weeds, <laughs> you know, there's some seed, you know, as we've been talking about with the farm and seeds last week. And um, really, if we don't take the time to say, Jesus, what are you trying to say in this and yeah. wrestle with it? We, we miss out on the truth and the depth of what um, these stories actually mean. Yeah. I love this one. I said this on Sunday because the disciples ask him, they're mm-hmm. like, what does this mean? And yeah. he answers, like, we don't always get the mm-hmm. meaning like spelled out like this. So I, I was excited about yeah. this one. Yeah, there's, a, there's a few of those where Jesus does, you know, throw the answer back to him when they're, yeah. you know, just imagine. So like, I like to put my feet in the shoes of the disciples and the, those that follow, followed him. Yeah. And imagine they're around the campfire that night. Right. <laughs> and they're just like, you know, they've been thinking about it all day. They've been walking, <laughs> ha- hanging out, you know, they now chilling around the fire, hanging out. You know, Jesus is probably flipping a fish on the fire. <laughs> and, you know, Peter looks at Jesus like, hey, what did you actually mean? You know, yeah. like, why, why are you using, you know, and they ask that question, why do you use these stories? And yeah. Jesus says, hey, like, you know, because I want I want those who are following me to understand. Yeah. And I want to use these things to help, you know, people think a little bit deeper than the surface level. Mm-hmm. And I know as humans, that's what we tend to do. Totally. Right. We want the easy way through, you know, we want the path of least resistance. We want things just to, to make sense all the time and not have to think about it. But Jesus is always about, hey, let's go a little bit deeper. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, what, what like really stood out to you from what Danielle shared? Yeah. I mean, she really boiled things down to uh, this parable kind of showing us the reality of humanity. Yeah. Right. Of what the, you know, what we have to deal with as humans, what we have to deal with when it comes to our eternities, because mm-hmm. that Jesus talks about that in here. Like, hey, there's yeah. there is an end harvest that happens where, you know, the wheat will be will be removed from the weeds mm-hmm. and one will be burned. Mm-hmm. Right. And the other, you know, will be harvested for um, the good. And so she kind of took out five different uh you know, ideas in the regards to the realities of humanity. And, you know, I, I loved them all. Um, but the kind of the, the first one is that humanity is good, right? Yeah. That God created humanity as something that it was good. He looked mm-hmm. at, man, this is good. You know, mm-hmm. I'm very good at when he said it at the end, creation is good. But a lot of times in the world, a lot of times they're saying, hey, this is not good. Humans are bad. Like, don't open up. Don't mm-hmm. be real. Don't be honest. And, you know, I think that that's a, a danger, but, mm-hmm. you know, when we see that what sin comes to do, those weeds come in, that's when things get kind of corrupted, right? Yeah, totally. I, I was talking about kind of the same idea of sometimes we just get so us versus them and mm-hmm. we're like, oh man, those, those people aren't following God and like excited that they're going to get judged almost. (laughs) And like how horrible that is because God created everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, in his image and Jesus died for everybody. So that idea of like, Hey, there's good seed out there and then it gets corrupted. Like, yeah. It says that the enemy came, the evil one came in and planted those weeds. And it's like, Oh man, it just makes you mad at the devil. Yeah. It just makes you mad that like, get away from my, you know, my, my people. Right. Because you know, as humans, we're all standing, like you said, with God's image, 
Like we're all part of each other in a lot yeah. of ways. And then I'm like, man, I just want to go like slap the devil around sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, can't really do that, unfortunately. But, you know, we can through prayer. We can through how totally. we live our lives. When we live countercultural to the world and to, you know, the, the bad seeds and the weeds of our life. And we, we t- personally take those things and throw those on the altar of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, you know, as the gardener d- says, like, hey, I'm not going to do that. You know, the farmer's like, I'm not going to pull the weeds out because they look the same. I'm going to let them grow all the way. Like, that's on our, us, too. We can remove those weeds from our life. Yeah, and I know she was sharing, too, about um, how God can transform anybody, right? Like, no one is beyond hope, and I think, you know, sometimes we look at, we're like, oh, man, how how could God be loving if he's going to judge everybody? Mm. But at the same time, you know, Jesus came for everybody. Jesus made a way so that no one has to be, Mm -hmm. you know, subject to to going to hell. Like yeah. everyone has a chance mm-hmm. to follow God and God's able to transform anybody. Yeah. You know, and that's, that was kind of the, one of the cool ideas is that, you know, only God can transform weeds into wheat and mm-hmm. he does that in our own lives. Yeah. Right. You know, many of the, the story of a follower of Jesus is this is who I was. This yeah. is what I did. This is, you know, the biography of my sin. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is how Jesus transformed it. Yeah. Right. And that's what, you know, Jesus has always been about. He's about redeeming humanity, redeeming mm-hmm. the brokenness of the world that we bring in ourselves, that yeah. we choose to continue to walk in. And as you said, like we should be the most judgmental of ourselves. Right. And, and when we put the lens of Jesus on our lives, we begin to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. We begin to say, God, like burn out of me anything that, that is not of you. That's one of the, like the most powerful prayers that one of my my mentors told told me to to, to pray, but not pray. Yeah. Is God burn out mm-hmm. of me, yeah. right? The things that are not of you. And he said, when you pray that prayer and you mean it, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna hurt, and it's gonna be some of those times where you're just like, actually, that 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 feels really bad. But it's it's a good thing as you look at the the fruit that can come from yeah when those things are burned out of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a point because some I mean oftentimes. We, all, we see ourselves as the wheat in the story, yeah. right? We're like, oh, well, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm awesome. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, <laughs> I'm the good one. I'm going to be found blameless before God. Mm. But are we actually doing mm. the work? Like, are we engaged in a relationship with Jesus where we're growing? Because, you know, one of the things I talked about was that God's plan is revealed for us. Yeah. It's not a secret. Mm. Like, it's... It's clues to the kingdom, but it's not meant to be hidden. And so we have no excuse for being ignorant Mm -hmm. of the plan of God. And so we need to be in the word. We need to be praying those prayers and saying, God, take that out of me to, you know, remove Mm -hmm. sin. And, and I want to be found among the wheat because that's not like a guarantee. Mm -hmm. Like we have to do the hard work of following Jesus to, to be found that. Yeah. And and like you said, like not not being okay with the sin in our lives. Like yeah. I was talking to one of my family members at a recent family reunion kind of thing. And he was just talking about, you know, how he thinks people should keep doing their addictions and their devices, you know, their, their bad devices because that makes them happy. And I'm like, that, 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 that's not good. That's destructive, yeah. you know? And it was just like this, like, you know, this, you know, saying that it's okay, you know, try, and it was just a, it feeding himself. And I was like, well, what are you working through? But, you know, like it was a cousin I hadn't talked to for a long time and this and that. And I wanted to like dive a little deeper into it because I was kind of pushing a little bit. Yeah. You know, obviously when you haven't talked to you, you know, you don't want to <laughs> blow up a family relationship yes. at a family reunion. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, no, like that doesn't, that, why would you continue destructive behavior? Why would you continue on this path? Why would you continue to allow the weeds to, to grow in your life? Um, when it's going to destroy you, yeah. right? And so we on the outside, a lot of times when we have Jesus and we're walking with him and we've done some of the pruning and, mm-hmm. you know, the pulling of weeds and, you know, sometimes the the burning of weeds in our own lives, it's, 
we realize, man, like the lies that we told ourselves, but yeah. also what everybody else tells themselves as well. Yeah. And how destructive that is. Totally. And it breaks my heart. Yeah, it does. And I think, you know, that's another point of this, this parable is that we live among yep. the weeds. They're everywhere. They're all around us. And people who their destiny, you know, if, if judgment day happened today, mm-hmm. you know, they would be among the weeds mm. and how that should break our heart. Yeah. That should grieve us. And that should move us to do something. Yeah. And it's you, you highlighted this verse as well as Danielle, just yeah. in second Corinthians five, 18 through 21. And I want to read it uh, because it just really helps us to, mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, really drill down on this. But, you know, Paul says it this way. He says, and all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us, that wheat that wheat among the weeds, mm-hmm. uh, making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. And that goes back to that transforming of wheat of weeds into wheat but mm-hmm. also we're meant to be live amongst the weeds yeah the enemy's out there to steal kill and destroy mm-hmm. plant those bad seeds you know destroy us destroy our relationship with god and others but we through the reconciliation that god gave through jesus to us we then become that voice in the yeah. world around us yeah it's a big job mm-hmm. i think that that for me like while i was preparing this message i was just convicted of like man, do I really view myself as an ambassador? I mean, I do, but like, is it that like... The wheat ambassador, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Am am I like pleading? Is there anyone I'm pleading with Mm. in my life? And I... Such a powerful word. Yeah, I mean, seriously. mm. I've definitely had seasons where I have like Mm. had that moment, but I'm... I was just like, man, I don't think I'm in that season right now. And and that's convicting to me. And so, you know, I've really been just like asking God to, you know, bring that out and, and make me that person. And I think that that's that's like a really practical thing of just how do we share the gospel as Christians? I think sometimes people feel like they're not ready, like Mm -hmm. they aren't equipped. Um, But I think you even kind of mentioned it earlier is we share how Christ has transformed us. We don't have to share all the theology, you know, like (laughs) you don't have to have gone to Bible school to be able to explain it. You know, when you came to Jesus, whoever you are listening to this, you know, you probably didn't have any background in, and you still like felt the Holy Spirit lead you to make the decision. And that's when you started learning, mm-hmm. you know, up for a lot of people. Um, and so I don't know about, about some tips that you even have of like, how do we share the gospel yeah. with people? Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, the Christianese way of saying it, Christianese, <laughs> I just did quote unquote, um, <laughs> you know, things there, but you know, we say, oh, well, you share your, the story about how you live, yeah. right? And I think sometimes we could just mail that in and be like, oh, well, I'm living for Jesus. But really, it's it's that and then so much more, mm-hmm. right? It's so much more than, you know, how we live. It's every aspect of our life. And, uh, you know, sometimes I've seen people who have, like, their Facebook life, yeah. right? And how they talk yeah. on Facebook or, you know, how they talk to their coworkers, yeah. how they talk, you know. like So we, we compartmentalize a lot of times of our of our lives, but really, when we follow Jesus, it should be this holistic, all-encompassing, part, you know, piece of our life. That yeah. you know, when you have conversations with somebody random, on, on, you know, at, at the grocery store, or whatever, like 
I, I've talked to, been in conversation with people before and I'm like, I'm thanking the Lord today for this. Mm-hmm. And they look at me kind of weird. Like it's like the, <laughs> you know, the Safeway cashier. Yeah. And they're like, they asked how my day was. And I was like, I'm just thanking God because of this happened. Nice. Right. And it's just sharing like, you know, is that my car thought I thought it broke down or I've had a flat one day, I had a flat tire and I thought I, you know, I had to get a new tire, but they were able to patch it. And I was like, I'm just thanking God that I have, you know, I didn't have to buy new tires. Yeah. And they're, you know, the lady kind of looked at me quizzically and, <laughs> You know, I was like, and, you know, but I was sharing the story of Jesus in yeah. that moment. Yeah. And, you know, given the opportunity, if she's like, well, tell me about this God thing or whatever. But, you know, it's just in those ways, as you're going, you're sharing mm-hmm. the story of Jesus by how you live. And when you make a decision to be different than the weeds. Yeah. Right. As a wheat, when you make a decision to be different, when you make a decision to remove those weeds from your life and share, share that out or. You know, I know, remember when I said yes to Jesus, started following him, you know, my friend group in high school began to change because, you know, I stopped saying some of the, a lot of the curse words that I said, (laughs) I had a really bad mouth. Um, You know, I'm trying to, you know, you know, redeem that in my life. And I have, thankfully, but you know, like when my words started to change, when my priorities started to change, when, Hey, Darren, what are you doing Wednesday night? Well, I'm going to youth group. Mm -hmm. That started to change. You know, some friends were like, cool, let's, let's go with you. Let's hang yeah. with you. But there's others that are like, I, I don't really feel that. Yeah. Um, but it just began, began, began to change over time. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a, the biggest thing that we can do as we share the gospel, share the stories that it doesn't, it doesn't have to be us standing on the side of the road yeah. with our signs, <laughs> you know, with our, 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 there's some people who are called to do that mm-hmm. and do it well. I've yeah. seen some awesome like street preachers. Mm-hmm. I've seen some really bad street preachers <laughs> as well. Um, but it's how we, how we live our life, interact day by day, the gospel should be consistently portrayed through every decision, action, all those things. And that's where we, when we live our way that, you know, with Jesus as our number one, our eyes mm-hmm. on him, because that's what the devil wants to do. That's what the weeds are. Yeah. Get our eyes off Jesus, get mm-hmm. our eyes off him. And then the weeds snuff it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like what you said, because I think sometimes we, we like have a moment where God helps us with really practical things mm-hmm. like a tire yep. or like, you know, just God comes through with us and, we can we forget to acknowledge that it's yeah. God. Yep. And that's a really simple way to, you know, even in talking with family members or friends or whatever, just to acknowledge, man, God help me out, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, Paul says, you know, pray about everything, thank yeah. God for what he's done, and then he'll get, you know, he'll yeah. give you what you need, right? And so yeah. it's like there's that please and thank you part where it's like, oh, it just happened, it's good. It was the universe. It was great. You know, I have those yeah, family members. Totally. Universe came through today. Yeah. It's like, no, that was actually Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, for me, sometimes I'm, like, a little too, like, skeptical where I'm, Mm. like, was that really God or whatever? But, like, why not just thank God, you know? And so I think that's a really good way. Yeah. I mean, in relationships, we always have those people, you know, in family specifically who don't know Jesus, don't believe in Jesus. And that's really hard. And and that's something that I think we, you know, we have compassion for. All of us, Mm -hmm. you know, who are pastors, we have those family members, too. We have those people we've been praying for. Um, who break our hearts and, you know, we really don't understand how they could, you know, maybe walk away from faith or just, like, be so opposed to it. Yeah. And, um, you know, specifically um, in my family, there's there's um, uh, someone we have that have over the years been, like, so opposed where, you know, they know. They know I'm a pastor. They mm-hmm. know our family goes to church. It's a priority for us. They've known me for, like, 20 years now. So. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they know, and we never pushy about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're not like secretive, but, yeah. but, you know, they don't live in our area. So we're not like coming, Hey, come to church with us or anything. But, um, you know, it's funny cause we've gotten in some, like some heated debates 
from their side, not yeah. from ours, <laughs> but they like were unloading on you. Yeah, like, where they we were unloading exactly, yeah. and um, and then you know, with everything that happened with COVID, we didn't see them for a couple years, mm-hmm. and so um, when we got to see them again, everything had changed, yeah. and it was crazy because we're awesome. like, we have been praying, yeah. we have been, you know, pleading we as play. much as we can. Yeah. And then, you know, what happened was, like, their kid started going to a youth group. Come on. And transformed their family. That's awesome. And, you know, they're not, like, sold out for Jesus yet or anything yeah. like that, but they are not opposed. They're they've, in the process. Yeah. They've gone to church. You know, they bought her, like, Christian merch for Christ- for Christmas. And nice. you're just, like, <laughs> you're wearing a shirt with Jesus on it right yeah, now. Like, this on. is crazy. And so I think... You know, sometimes we get weary in mm-hmm. in these prayers and in like, how do I share the gospel? I've done this. I've been there. I've had these conversations, and to just not grow weary and not give up, and know that that God does have the power to transform. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's the battle too. Even Jesus talked about how his hometown, his own family, yeah. is some of the hardest to preach to. Yeah, but and that Jesus had that with his own brothers. They were they thought he was crazy at different <laughs> points. They came and get they gathered up like we got to go get Jesus off the streets. Like yeah. he's making us look bad, you know kind yeah. of thing. But after Jesus died, resurrected, you know, we see James become one of the key leaders of the church and um, you know, I think that that's a huge word for us is we need to be pleading on behalf of our our love and pleading on behalf of those who don't know Jesus yet. And I think that that's something that we need to carry on a little bit more, mm-hmm. like going Absolutely. from this message, going from, yeah. you know, from this point from here, kind of our next step is like, who, who's God placing in your heart to begin mm-hmm. to plead for? Yeah. You know, put, put that person's note on a sticky note and put it on the dash of your car. So mm-hmm. you're, as you're driving to work, you know, pray for them, yeah. right? Put it on your mirror in the, in the room, you know, what, whatever it is, set a reminder on your phone. Like, yeah. you know, for a year, I, I had a reminder on my phone to pray for, you know, one of my friends became a lead pastor at a, at a church and um, you know, he's take a big step, That's all the cool. stuff. And so I put a reminder on my phone every single Friday. I'm praying for him. I'm That's pleading awesome. um, for his church, pleading for for him and for his family and just really just, you know, seeking the Lord for it. But yeah. those are things that we need to do to get intentional mm-hmm. uh, about the people in our life. So that way, you know, we can see that kingdom in kingdom impact happen. Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. It's so real and relevant and um, something all of us are called to do. Mm-hmm. That's not like, that's that's the plan. Jesus yep. left yep. us to share the good news and that's scary, but we have to do it. So mm-hmm. that's good stuff. Yeah. Well, um, we'll end on that note and remember Colossians 3.17 says whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus. And man, if that isn't a word, we're ambassadors. So go represent Jesus well this week and we'll see you soon. Sound Life.